0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Quincy on the Law. My name is Quincy and we're here for another episode of Quincy on the Law. I primarily do a lot of land litigation and I usually come across very interesting cases. So today I want us to go over one. This is the case of Joseph Kagunya versus Boniface Mouli and three others, 2018, EKLR. The judgment was delivered by Justice Eboso. So let's start with the facts of the case. On tenth February nineteen ninety two, Joseph was allotted plot number two seventy seven in Jamuri Phase two, which plot is now known as Nairobi Block sixty three slash three o one. He was allotted the land by the then Nairobi City Commission, now the Nairobi City County. Upon allotment, he paid the stand premium, ground rent, survey fees, and part of the conveyance fees. In two thousand and two. He laid a foundation for a house on the suit property, but was not able to put up a building. A guy called Charles came out of nowhere and illegally and fraudulently got himself registered as the owner of the property. Charles transferred the property to Boniface, who took possession of the property, and built structures. Joseph rushed to court and sued Charles, the Nairobi City County, Boniface, and the Registrar of Lands, alleging fraud in the divestment of his property without following the due process. Uh, Boniface came to court. He denied all illegality. He said that he bought the property from the original loyalty who was one Charles on the 27th of August 2002. After purchase, he was registered uh, he was registered as the owner of the suit property on 3rd September 2002. Nairobi City County also came to court. They say that they learned from the, plain, they learned from bon, from, uh, from the plaintiff, who is Joseph, that about the alleged fraudulent appropriation of the suit property Otherwise, in its records, the owner was, re- was Joseph. It's, it, it, Joseph was registered as the original heirloom of the suit property. An European city country they said that it was also a victim of the alleged fraud respecting the property and generally the Jamhuri allocations, which fraud was orchestrated by third parties, such as the first defendant, who is uh, Boniface, and Charles, who is the, was the fourth defendant, in collusion with certain criminal elements within its employment. But all in all, they recognized Joseph's title. Charles came to court and he said that he was alloca- allotted the property by Nairobi City County, after which the land registrar issued him the certificate of title. He denied all the particulars of fraud that were listed in the father father amended plaint. He added that the allocation and subsequent registration was legal and Joseph lacks local standi to challenge the same. Uh, Charles said that he being the registered proprietor of the suit property, proceeded to sell it to Boniface on 27th August 2002. As a result, he currently has no proprietary interest in the suit property. His registration as the proprietor of the property was a first registration, which neither the plaintiff, this is Joseph, nor the court could challenge with a view to rectify or nullify. That's an interesting position. So, according to the court, the issues that uh, seemed to crystallize were who is the rightful owner, whether to issue an order of rectification, whether to issue a permanent injunction. The court analyzed the issues and it found that both Joseph and Charles went to great lengths to convince the court that they were the lawful owners of the suit property. On Joseph's part, he produced in evidence a letter of allotment from 1992, receipts evidence in payment of stand premium and annual ground rent, receipts of payment of survey fees, a beacon certificate, evidence of payment of conveyancing fees, and none of the defendants successfully challenged the validity of any of these documents. On the other hand, Boniface, sought, uh, Boniface uh, stated that he was the original allotee, that, uh, sorry, Boniface stated that Charles Wanduto was the original allotee of the suit property and that he bought it from the original allotee. He did not produce any evidence to prove that the said Charles was indeed the original originality of the property. He was issued with a certificate of lease to the suit property on 3rd September 2002. He added that he took immediate possession of the suit property and has already put up a two-story building, which is occupied by tenants. He did not explain to the court how he met Charles. He failed to convince the court that he did any search on the property. His lawyer He stated that his lawyer is the one who conducted the search and told him that the results were positive. The purported search results were not produced before the court. There were many pointers to the fact that the transaction for the purchase of the suit property between Boniface and Charles was suspect. Boniface may be the holder of a certificate of lease in respect of the suit property, but he failed to convince the court that he was indeed an innocent purchaser for value without notice. The court stated that the, the position of the a title deed over a parcel of land is well settled under Section One of the Land Registration Act, which states that the certificate of title issued by the registrar upon registration or to a purchaser of land upon a transfer shall be taken by all courts as prima facie evidence that the person named as proprietor of the land is the absolute and indivisible owner, and the title of that proprietor shall not be subject to challenge except on the ground of fraud or misrepresentation to which the person is proven to be a party, or where the certificate of title has been acquired illegally, unprocedurally, or through a corrupt scheme. In this suit, it was alleged by Joseph that Boniface's certificate of title was acquired illegally and unprocedurally. The court sought to rely on the following observation, which was made in the case of David Kiptugen versus v. the Commission of Lands and four others, 2015 EKLR. In that case, the judge held that in order to demonstrate the question whether the lease held by the plaintiff was valid, it must be demonstrated that it was properly acquired. It is not enough that one waives a lease or a certificate of lease and asserts that he has a good title by the mere possession of the lease or the certificate of lease. Where there is contention that a lease or certificate of lease held by an individual was improperly acquired, then the holder thereof must demonstrate through evidence that the lease or certificate of lease that he holds was properly acquired. The acquisition of title cannot be construed only in the end result. The process of acquisition is material. It follows that if a document of title was not acquired through the proper process, the title itself cannot be said to be a good title. If if this were the position, then all one would need to do is manufacture a lease or a certificate of lease at a backyard or the corner of a dingy street, and by virtue thereof claim to be the rightful proprietor of the land indicated therein. It is therefore necessary for the courts to determine how the plaintiff or any uh, how the plaintiff ended up having a certificate of lease in his name, and further determine if the government did intend issue the plaintiff with a lease over the suit land. So Boniface does not appear to have done a search with Nairobi County because if he had done a search, he would have come to know that the suit property had already been allotted to Joseph. The court further relied on another case which was the case of the Republic versus City Council of Nairobi and three others, 2014, E.K.L.R., which was decided by Justice Odunga. The judge had to say, This is what the judge had to say about land that had already been allotted. He stated that, Once an allotment letter is issued, and the allotee meets the conditions therein, the land in question is no longer available for allotment, since a letter of allotment confers absolute right of ownership, unless it is challenged by the allotting authority, or is acquired through fraud, mistake, or misrepresentation, or that the allotment was outrightly illegal, or it was against public interest. In other words, Where land has been allocated, the same land cannot be reallocated unless the first allocation is validly and lawfully cancelled. No evidence was produced by Boniface that the letter of allotment issued by Nairobi City County to Joseph in 1982 was ever cancelled or invalid in any way. The failure by Boniface to ascertain the true owner of the suit property prior to purchasing the same from Charles is a failure in undertaking due diligence which was required of him. Had he conducted a search at the records of Nairobi City County, he would have found out that Charles was not the rightful owner of the suit property. He proceeded to deal with Charles and even the transaction with Charles was riddled with inconsistencies. The signature, of the, char- of char- the, the signature of Charles in the sale agreement differs from his signature on the lease. Even Boniface denied his own signature which was on the transfer of lease. Neither Charles nor Boniface obtained the consent of Nairobi City County to transfer the suit property. Boniface proceeded to construct a two-story building on the suit property without obtaining approvals of Nairobi City County to his architectural drawings. This whole scenario paints a picture that Boniface was aware the transaction was not above board. He was clearly not an innocent purchaser for value without notice. Overall, the court found that Joseph was the rightful owner of the suit property and the certificate of lease held by Boniface Mongi. Over the suit property was invalid and of no legal effect for the reason that it was obtained illegally and unprocedurally. The court further found that Joseph was entitled to exclusive use and possession of the suit property to the exclusion of Boniface. It issued an order of permanent injunction restraining Boniface from trespassing, constructing in or in any other way whatsoever interfering with Joseph's, Joseph's possession and ownership of the suit property. So that that was it for today's case brief that was an interesting case that i, I plan on citing in a couple of upcoming submissions i hope you enjoyed ladies and gentlemen this is quincy and this is quincy on the law please please subscribe for more